0: I am Mark Fish and you are listening to Hit the Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets.
1: My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit
0: the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets.
1: Hi football lovers, this is Coach Delinker. You're listening to Hit the Target, powered by Hollywood Bets.
0: Hit the Target Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host George Parthab and with me in studio today are the usual suspects Mark Stradom and Nigel Nyker. Gentlemen, welcome.
0: Good morning team. How's it, dash?
1: In this episode, we're going to unpack the UEFA Champions League. So we're going to go through the groups focusing on the Premier League clubs. Uh, also, keep in mind, I'm going to read them in order as they appear in the group after two match days. So in group A, we've got Bayern Munich, Galatasaray, Copenhagen and Manchester United. Are United still within a chance of progression? Currently, zero points. Bottom of their group.
2: I think uh, it's a must-win game yeah. for them. So The next one. Yeah, 100% against Copenhagen. Mm. It is a must-win game. So if they ask to stand any chance of progressing, mm. Six that, is points. Must, that is a must-win.
1: Because it's a double header. Remember, because they're playing Copenhagen as their third fixture, they, their fourth fixture is Copenhagen, and then they move to Galatasaray yeah. and then Bayern. So, are you looking at six points from the next two games to ensure any chance of progression?
0: I think there's no other way to look at it. I think if, if, if they lose this one against Copenhagen, I think their hope so, of, mm. of making it through is, it will come to an end. What about a draw? Draw is not good enough. Not good enough. Because, right? again,
1: I'm sure this is the master. Now, when, when the fixtures were
0: announced. Yeah. They were looking at a this six one at uh, six points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, the margins are, 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 are very small in, in the Champions League and and facing these so-called smaller teams, I think the the, the magnitude of, of Man United, I think they should should win this one easily. Mm. Especially if they're hoping to make it to the group after after a bad start
1: Well look, let's let's actually unpack that first one because it is a home tie at Old Trafford where they haven't really been their strongest. I mean you look at what's happening with the goalkeeper situ- situation. Um, you know, Harry Maguire is still in the team. Johnny Evans signed, uh, re-signed rather, um, with the club. Um, you know, how important is that home fixture?
2: It's very important, but uh, considering the past results, um, it's not something they can rely on. I think teams come to Old Trafford and think that they can get something from there. Mm-hmm. So um, th- they need to turn that around and turn it around ASAP.
1: Well, look, it's not that they think they're going to get something from there. They have been yeah. getting stuff from there. Like, uh, you look at three points, trophies, like whatever you name it. And, um, you know, I think it might, I, I don't think it's, it's, it's six points from this. I'm going to be uh, unbiased and say I think Copenhagen actually are fancying their chances. I think they, they are the Danish champions. Um, I think currently they've scored the most goals or in the, either in the top two for most goals scored. So I don't, I don't think it's an easy fixture.
0: Uh, it might it might not be easy, but I think United come through with this one. Um, we know that um, they're going through a rough patch at the moment. The confidence is down. Mm. The manager's under immense pressure now at the moment. Like you mentioned, the goalkeeper as well, he's coming. He hasn't hit the ground running. Mm. He seems to be going through his his own uh, p- problems now at the moment. But I think they do have the quality to to overcome this. I, I, I do believe they will fight through this bad patch and, and things will turn around for them.
1: Mm. How important is Hojlander going to be in this Champions League campaign? Extremely
0: important. Um, He's, he's shown his quality Um, in his past fixtures. Um, he, he, he does have a lot of quality. He's hold-up play. He's got speed. He can finish. And I think he's, he's going to offer a lot for this Man United team going forward.
1: Mm. Casemiro got a red card in their previous um, home fixture against Galatasaray. I think he's suspended for the next... Is it one? Does he miss one-out?
0: Um, um, if it's a straight red... It's three, so... No, I think it was, it was two yellow cards. It was the second yellow, I think. Mm. Yeah. It was
1: at that lunch... Um, in the box. Yeah, so after a poor, poor back mm. pass. I mean, again, you just look at the, the defence and it just crumbles everywhere you look.
0: Yeah, uh, Onana is he, in his own world. I don't think he's, he's settled yet. And he's making countless mistakes which are leading up to goal. Mm. And it's, it's killing his confidence and uh, it's showing in his game now.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you think United Crash out of the Champions League Like I said I I don't know if you just heard But my voice changed Because (laughs) It actually might happen They might just crash Out of the Champions League I don't know if they're going to Progress from here
2: Yeah It looks like It's on the cards I mean you still have to Go to Turkey And play Galatasaray Mm -hmm. And you still have to Play Bayern Munich at home Yeah So um, To tough fixtures and um, as you said the Copenhagen games mm-hmm. isn't cut and dry out yeah. either so um, look they, their backs are against the wall to to progress on the Champions mm. League group the, stage
0: the, the, the loss again at home to Ghana Tesla I think that was, was the killer for United I think the home games they should have won those and then take a chance playing away because you never know what what the atmosphere is going to do, mm. how the players will handle playing away. You know, yeah. So so that plays a big role, and mm. losing that game at, at at home was was a big blow for them.
1: Yeah, Nigel just mentioned that home tie against Bayern Munich. I mean, you know that will be Bayern's sixth and final fixture, and I'm sure they are going to come out all guns blazing because they are renowned for scoring goals in the group stages. They they, I think last season or they've been going six for six from from the group stages and currently that's where the record stands Um oh, is it gonna be uh, your thoughts ahead of that one I know it's it was still weeks out from I, there, but
0: look uh, by Munich uh, we all know that's they, they deliver every time they come through is it Harry Kane uh, special I, 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 there's no doubt about it <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt Harry, Harry Kane is he's, he's just a prolific striker and, and scores for fun at times so I think he'll be looking forward to coming back to England and, and showcasing his talent for for playing for Bayern Munich. Mm.
1: Um, moving along to Group B, um, that's where, of course, yo <laughs> don't go <faithful> <laughs> Gunners Ganonzima, huh? but uh, again, groups going in order that they appear: Lens, Arsenal, Sevilla, PSV. Yeah, our Arsenal guaranteed qualification.
2: I would say they would be guaranteed qualification. It's just two games in. Um, The lost lands wasn't good. But of course, if you were to lose, you'd prefer losing away from home and Mm -hmm. picking up those points at home. So um, another tough fixture away to Sevilla. So just ensure that you get something from that fixture and you should be on course. I believe it's managerless
1: Sevilla. I think the last time I checked, they had parted ways with their head coach, uh, Mandela Bar. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure who they're going you know, to get to replace him. But, you know, obviously the likes of Sergio Ramos, a serial Champions League winner. Um, not going to be an easy fixture there.
0: No, never easy. Um, strong team. But like you're saying, they, they have no coach. So they'll be all over the place. Um, uh, Arsenal too, losing away from home. We weren't expecting it. But um, if you if you saw the match, <laughs> um, you saw how the the atmosphere was, how how the crowd was, how they yeah. they they supported their team, even when they went down after the fifteen minute, they still backed their team, they they carried on singing, they 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 spurred the the team on, and they got the win at the end. Mm. So so those home games are very important. Yeah, and um, severe at, at the moment. Not the very best, but I'm expecting Arsenal to to come away with a victory there.
1: Mm. Arsenal are currently the top scorers in their group, five goals across the opening two fixtures. Can you see yeah. them topping the group?
2: I think it's a very big possibility. I think only Sevilla or maybe even Lens with their mm. with their good results so far could maybe rival it. Um, but yeah, they should be looking to top the group and in order to face uh, a better, lesser mm. yeah. opposite opposition in the in the next round.
1: So not Bayern Munich. Uh, I would hope not.
0: <laughs> uh, we
2: still have nightmares from Bayern. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, um,
0: it's just the luck of uh, Arsenal, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no. Like even when you mention like um, the best um, goal-scoring and the least goals, um, that's just testament to to Arsenal's defense and the attacking that uh, that as has implemented in the team. Mm. So, so I think I think Arsenal will top this group yeah, in the
1: end. You you mentioned consider the least goals as well, and actually wanted to open up or rather get your opinions on the current goalkeeping situation at Arsenal because if they don't sort that out now, it could really hamper their chances in all competitions. We're talking not just Premier League, not just Champions League, but even your Carabao Cups, you know, your EFL Cups, like any competition they go into, they could say that keeper situation is a point of weakness, not a point of strength for them. How important is that? And that they sort it out now in this international break.
0: It's it's very important, Desh. The, the way I look at it is, um, it's not normal to have two starting goalkeepers mm. at a club. Normally, you have your starting goalkeeper and a good backup. Yeah. Never two starting goalkeepers. Arteta um, brought uh, Raya in because I, I believe he thinks he has a little bit better qualities than Ramsdale. Like Ramsdale has a bit of mistakes in his game. Um, so does Raya, but um, I think his, his distribution... Um, playing on the ball the way Arteta wants to play uh, a better suits Raya at the moment. Yeah. So, um, I think in the next 6 or 12 months one will leave. I do believe so because I don't think either Ramsdale or Raya wants to sit on the bench. But surely it's
1: got to be Ramsdale that's on the way out having just announced Raya as a signing?
2: Um, I, I agree with Mark and I think one will leave and I also agree with you. I think it would be Ramsdale on his way out because currently right now Raya is the more uh, number one option is the more finished product. I think Ramsdale does have a higher ceiling in, yeah. the, in the sense that he's younger and these things can be coached into his game. I mean, um, being being calm on the ball and his distribution can be coached into him. But just currently right now, Raya brings so much more mm. to the team and that's why he's being picked.
1: I'm glad you mentioned ceiling because, you know, I'm looking at both of them and I can see Ramsdale being in the England nets. I can also see Raya being in the Spain nice. nets. Exactly. So again, you know, Ceiling, both of them could potentially be the national keepers and they both play for Arsenal. So again, yeah. it just comes down to who is it going to be? And it sounds like both of you are going David Raya.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. I, I like Ramsdale as well. He's, he's did a lot for, for Arsenal coming in. I think he's he's used to the situation because he was brought in when Leno was number one. Mm. So it's, it's, not, it's not a new thing for him. He's been through this process. He knows what he needs to do. I think they just both need to be professional at this point because um, the ambitions Arsenal have of, of winning the league coming so close last season. And I think they need to just be professional in this season if they, if they want to go all the way. Mm. And then when comes end of the season... If, if they do lift the trophy, maybe one will leave. We don't know. But for now, we need both keepers to be professional, support each other. And whoever plays on the day must just play and, 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 and take their position.
1: Mm. Okay. Let's um, move things along to Group F. We've got Newcastle, PSG, Milan, and Dortmund. I repeat, the group <laughs> of death is led by Newcastle, followed by PSG, AC Milan, and then Borussia Dortmund. Newcastle, are undefeated in the group of death. How far are they going in this Champions League campaign?
2: Honestly, I was pleasantly surprised by Newcastle. Mm. Um, I thought they would struggle a bit, just considering the pedigree that these, the rest of the clubs have in their group. Um, but they've come out guns blazing. I mean, a draw and a win
1: yeah. in, in the and first like two games. An emphatic win at that. Yeah, yeah,
2: against a top-class PSG team. Mm. So uh, definitely, uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised. Mm.
1: Mark, how do you think Eddie Howe went about that? tie against PSG because I don't think anybody expected that performance considering the firepower that PSG have season in, season out.
0: Um, I, I think um, we we touched on this a few weeks ago saying that Newcastle would have no chance They're in the group of dead but we did mention that playing at home is very important for Newcastle having missed the Champions League for so long mm. and I think that showed in the game against PSG mm. that the crowd was behind them and they didn't give PSG any time to do anything, and they just went on to them. They they pressed them high, they they were first through the ball, and they were direct. Mm. You know, um, they they marked Mbappe out the game. Um, Hakimi didn't have anything to show. Mbappe was uh, not Mbappe. Um, Dembele sorry, was quiet. So so credit to to Newcastle and Eddie Howe mm.
1: Nick Pope has considered just once,
0: just once
1: in this Champions League. Only Barcelona have considered fewer from all top like, or from all clubs in the competition, and that's just because they haven't conceded as yet. Just one goal in a group of death. I mean, no disrespect to Barcelona, but they're playing yeah. against clubs like Antwerp and Choctaw, And, yeah. you know, there's not real, there's no threats there. But you look at Nick Pope in that Newcastle. I mean, he was at Burnley just a few seasons ago. And now he's in a Champions League playing against PSG, AC Milan, yeah. Borussia Dortmund. And he's yeah. conceded just once thus far. I
0: think, I think that's... That just shows when, when you give a player a chance on a, on a big stage, yeah, they can show you exactly what they can do mm. when given the right chance. You know, He's a, he's a good goalkeeper. And, and the way that Eddie Howe sets his team is, is, is top quality. You yeah. know? He, he, he don't mess about um, the players he, he's brought in as has lifted the club. Um, the defence is tight. So credit to, to Eddie Howe. Mm. I just thought of something. Can you see Ramsdale making a move to
1: Newcastle?
2: I mean, it could be an option, but with Pope there, and I think they have, uh, is it Dubravka?
1: But he's, I I don't think he's going to play
2: again, or rather be cast into the starting lineup. I think for Ramsdale, if he has to get a move, he would demand at least 50 to 60 million as as a keeper, Mm. and who can afford that? I mean, the the top six clubs, or maybe a move away, and... Mm. As an Arsenal fan, I would prefer a move away from the Premier League, considering his talent. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think Newcastle have a, a really good goalkeeper in Nick Pope. Mm. Let's stay back with the group. F AC Milan and Borussia Dortmund are yet
1: to score in a Champions League this term. I mean, make it make sense?
2: Yeah, especially with the attacking players both teams have. Mm. So uh, uh, they would be looking to break their duck this weekend. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, the next week's. Champions
1: League resumes. Yeah. Mm. Um. Speaking of scoring goals, Group G, currently led by Manchester City, RB Leipzig, Young Boys and Red Star Belgrade. I think this group is basically wrapped up, gents. City take it, uh, followed by Leipzig.
0: Yeah, I think, I think this group is done. They can even do away with this group now. <laughs> and it's no surprise that Man City is sitting on top um, defending champions. We know the quality they have, um, the coach as well. They They always striving for, f- for 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 first place mm. so there's no surprise in this one and I think they, they make it out this group
1: mm. with ease Julian Alvarez is currently the joint top scorer of the Champions League alongside Hoyland is Haaland coming out stronger after the restart and probably reclaiming what's his
2: I think he will, just because of the sheer volume of goals he scores. Mm. But uh, if you look at the type of player Al- Alvarez is, he's really an entertaining player. Mm. I think he can uh, knit play together well and his ball striking is just insane. He's, so He's an all-round player. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So if you, if you want to choose profile-wise, I would choose Julian Alvarez because he's more of a type uh, All round type of mm. player he offers I mean,
1: more, he yeah, hundred percent.
2: Harlan will put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, that's extremely valuable. But in terms of uh, building play around him, mm. it's difficult.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with everything he said. Um, Julian Abbas, um, as when when even in the league, when he comes on, he scores goals. Mm. Um, he's assisting. There's no noise around him. He is never complaining. He just goes about his business in the right way. I think he's a fantastic player, and I think. For for him as well, there's a similar situation with the goalkeeping situation at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I don't think Julian Alvarez will take second best for too long. Mm-hmm. I think he will want to move away to to start playing. And he's showing his quality that yeah. he can be trusted. He can lead when, the line. When, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he, he scores goals. His linker play, like like Nigel said, is, is quality. He has skill. His, his goals that he scores are incredible. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a top quality player.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to ask you guys, Has Man City been convincing enough in this season's Champions League? I think um, both margins were by two goals. I think it was 3-1 on on both occasions. But, you know, I think against Red Star, they conceded first um, against Leipzig. It wasn't a convincing performance away from home from them. And, um, yeah, just I wonder how far are they going to go? Are they going to defend the Champions League?
0: I think um, trying to get some some motivation after winning a treble could be hard. Mm. You know, um, going all the way last season, winning everything, putting all that work in. I think when you win it, you sort of, I think, take a few steps back. You're not to as strong the next yeah, year. You, yeah, you've done it. There's nothing to, to motivate you like that. Maybe some players will have it in them to do it again. But because they've done it, it's a little bit like, oh, I've done it, so, so what? Like, mm. you know, get you, what I'm saying? Yeah, well…
1: It leads me to my next question: Just three clean sheets in their previous six tournament appearances. Now, your Man City, you, I think you should be getting higher numbers. You know, um, do you think that maybe I don't want to say weakens them, but what Mark just said, maybe the tenacity isn't there this season, and maybe once in the the knockouts, other teams could be licking their lips at us prospect.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago about them shipping goals at the back, considering the personnel that they have. I mean, they have so much depth considering uh, Garvidal just comes comes in, John Stones, Diaz. I mean, <clears throat> mm. these are monsters at the back and they should be keeping clean sheets. But I also think it comes with the territory in the sense that they play a high line and they are susceptible mm. to conceding goals on the counter. So yeah, I mean, it's something that they need to tie up as well.
1: Mm. Okay, well, that was the, the Premier League clubs in the, in the Champions League. I want to just open up the conversation to what have you seen? Has anything caught your eye? Maybe something you want to share with the listeners that uh, you guys have have noticed and yeah, I want to highlight.
0: I just want to touch on Inter Milan. Mm. I think I think they're really hot this season. I think
1: Turam is there. Marcus Turam. Yeah, Marcus he's taken? there.
0: Um, I think they're really playing well. They've recruited well in mm. the off season. They were finalists last season, so finalists. I think they they're coming back a lot stronger. But I must make mention of, of Real Madrid, mm. uh, European champions countless times. We know the pedigree they have. And Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Hey, Jude. Uh, I, I, think, I think he's outstanding. And for me personally, I think that he's the only player now at the moment that's, that's going for the crown that Messi and Ronaldo have left behind. Mm, the dominance
1: over... If you get what I'm yeah. saying,
0: yeah. I think he's the only player closest to taking the crown of Messi and Ronaldo at the moment. Mm. I think he's on the biggest stage to do it
2: as well. I mean, being at Real Madrid and at the Bernabeu, they are serial Champions League winners. So if ever he has to compete for them and maybe even get a Ballon d'Or, it's, he's at the right place and he's doing the right things. I mean, uh, scoring goals in, the, in his position. I mean, he can play as a 6, he can play as an 8. He's mm. currently playing as a 10, but... Mm you see him popping up as a striker. Mm. So um, yeah, just yeah. extremely ten,
1: talented. 10 goals in his 10 games as a Madrid player. Some, something uh. crazy like that. Yeah. It's
2: the same numbers Ronaldo had when he arrived. Mm. I mean, people laughed at Birmingham for retiring his jersey when he
1: yeah. left. I mean, and yeah. look at him now. Yeah. What what a move that was made before. <laughs> like, you know, all and, of this happened. And also
0: mm. to, to do it at that age, yeah, it tells a lot about about the type of player he is, the maturity, mm. the skill level he has. And also just to slot in that Madrid team. Uh, like Effortlessly, yeah. yeah. Like he's been there for, for a long time. And the connection between him and and Vinicius Jr., um, so that's a dangerous attack for any team to face.
1: Mm. Um, I actually want to give a shout-out to Barcelona. they cross... Well, not cross-city rivals, rather than La Liga rivals. I think Barcelona this season are my dark horses for the Champions League. I'm not sure who I uh if we if we have done dark horse and champions league as yet no. but um I wanna I wanna give a shout out to Barcelona. I think they're looking very strong. I think right now that they may be you know just on on simmer. You know they're just simmering just now they're gonna start cooking. And I think um the likes of you know João Cancelo, João Felix, Lewandowski up front, Lamine, Yamal um, you exciting know exciting boys. It's then. it's looking and I think that's really a team game. I mean I know Bellingham no disrespect but you know, he's just one man. You know, you need the rest of your orchestra. Mm. Mm. I think Barcelona have that right now. Um, I'm not sure how far they're going to go, but I would love to see the El Clasico. Like, you know, it's, it's, looking, it's if, looking like if, a restoration project. Yeah. If,
0: if you look at those two, two teams now for the El Clasico, who do you think takes the one right now? Right with the now, two
1: teams? I'm going to have to go with Barcelona
0: just because
1: Bellingham is one man and Barcelona have a team. You know, Vinicius is just back from injury. Um, still Vigo,
0: got, Belverde, they still got Valverde, Camavinga, Cruz, Masakarian. <laughs> What's going Look equally. Look
1: who Barcelona have, and and, and even in the nets they've got Sustegan. Yeah. The, you guys got Kepa in, in the, you know, Kepa's in the yeah. in opposing nets.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would say the the only thing holding back Real is maybe the, the injury goal. to Court, yeah. Courtois and the injury to Edin yes. mm. And if you bring those two players back, maybe even Fall and Mendy. I mean, it's, that's hundred percent. It's a difficult team to I, beat.
0: I, I totally agree with what he's saying. So if Courtois uh, gets back, I think he, with a goalkeeper like that, I think in a season he can win. Maybe ten games, yeah, out of that season with a goalkeeper like that. The season they won more. a Champions
1: League. The last Champions League was because of Pato. Exactly. he win the man
0: of the match in the in so the final. Yeah. So so it, so, it, so insane. insane. So yeah. getting him back will be a big positive, big and then after them. that, you know what comes after mm.
1: that. I guess we'll have to ask the Champions League gods to give us a classical yeah. semi-final Champions League, please. Yeah. <laughs> what so. a game, mm. gentlemen. Uh, That concludes this week's uh, Champions League podcast. It's been a pleasure discussing all things European football related with you. Um, Until next time. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks.
2: Tim. I am Mark Fish and you
0: are listening to Hit the Target podcast proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets.
1: My name is Carol Shabalala and you are listening to Hit the Target powered by Hollywood Bets. Hi, football lovers. This is Coach Delinker. You're listening to Hit the Target powered by Hollywood Bets.